Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, Certified Lymphedema Therapist and the host of Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of Lymphedema Podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each week, I discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better the journey ahead. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Welcome back for episode 42 of Lymphedema Podcast. Y'all, I am so excited for Thanksgiving. I'm from the South and we have dressing, not stuffing. But either way, I cannot wait to feast with my family. A few of my Thanksgiving favorites are Brussels sprouts. And I know some of you are judging me, but if you pan fry them with sauteed onion and smoked paprika, it can really change your life. Anyway, back to the list. A few of my favorites include mashed potatoes, dressing with cranberry sauce, and the green bean casserole. I may need to make a separate episode for the dessert table. Many people who have had lymphedema for years know what triggers their swelling. No matter if you're new to your lymphedema diagnosis or a veteran lymphy, I'm going to give you some tips for navigating the Thanksgiving feast without the negative side effects. First and foremost, I'm not a dietitian but I do really enjoy cooking. And over the years, I've enjoyed learning new ways to make those classic dishes a little healthier. So these are just my personal tips. My first tip is to hydrate with water. Skip the excess beer, wine, or soda. The sodium and alcohol will increase inflammation in your body. When you're making your water, drop a wedge of lemon or infuse your water pitcher with fresh berries and ginger. When it comes to the food, there are a few inflammatory ingredients you'll want to avoid or limit as much as possible. Dairy is high in cholesterol and is well known to cause inflammation in the body. When you're sick with a head cold or sinus infection, you may remember being told not to eat dairy. That's because it causes an increased production of mucus from the inflammation. Essentially, this is what happens systemically with your lymphatics when you frequently eat a lot of dairy. Sodium in the form of excess table salt is one way you can specifically control your salt intake. Increased salt causes increased fluid retention. While you can prepare your body by drinking a lot of fluids, it's hard to eliminate large amounts of salt just by drinking water. To battle the bloat, you could drink half your body weight in ounces of water. For instance, if you weigh 100 pounds, you would drink 50 ounces of water. Simply divide your weight by two and drink that many ounces in water. Processed and prepackaged items are cram-packed with sodium, preservatives, and various additives that are all inflammatory agents. It's well worth the extra time in the kitchen or money spent to eliminate or limit these toxins from your family's feast. I thought it might be helpful if I would cover specific dishes you may be preparing. Let's start with the focus of the feast. When buying your turkey, 
look for hormone-free, no antibiotics, young bird. If I'm being honest, the turkey's really not my favorite dish, so I can't give too many tips from experience. However, I can say that if you skip the salt brine, you'll eliminate some extra sodium. In place of the salt, you could soak the bird with a combination of water, fresh onion, fresh lemon, and smashed garlic, as well as some herbs overnight to infuse it with flavor and moisture. Before roasting, thoroughly dry the inside and outside of the bird to ensure you get a crisp skin. Ham was my favorite holiday meat growing up. Some may reserve it just for Christmas, but at my house, there was always a ham for both holidays. It's pretty difficult to reduce the sodium in ham since most of them are pre-cooked and pre-packaged in a salty juice. If you have the option to buy a ham that hasn't already been pre-cooked, I would recommend smoking it to ensure a great flavor and a juicy inside. Lymphedema and lipedema are chronic conditions that could make you feel scared and alone. The good news is you are not alone. In fact, you are part of an ever-growing community of people living their lives to the fullest. Jobst developed a free program called LymphCare to educate, support, and connect you with the rest of the community. On LymphCareUSA.com, you can access things like informational blogs, listen to patient stories, and webinars by healthcare professionals. You can also find out about local and national events, exchange ideas with healthcare professionals, professionals and patients, as well as track your condition. So what are you waiting for? Go to lymphcareusa.com now to become part of the fastest growing lymphedema and lipedema community. Dressing or stuffing. I literally just made my first batch of dressing tonight, so this is fresh on my mind. One way to decrease inflammatory factors is to use low sodium chicken broth. You could also make your own by boiling the chicken carcass, some fresh vegetables like celery, onion, and carrots, and a bay leaf. Making your own really allows you to control a salt level and avoid preservatives. The natural fat that will come from the chicken carcass will add a depth of flavor and moisture that you can't get from a can. I have seen some recipes that use cream of chicken. Whenever possible, sub this ingredient with a healthier alternative, like a homemade cream of chicken that's made with that low sodium broth we talked about earlier. There are a lot of recipes out there for this substitute. Just use Google or Pinterest to search for one that fits you. Mashed potatoes and gravy, whenever possible, for the love of all things Thanksgiving, use real potatoes. I know it's time consuming and a bit of a pain to peel and boil real potatoes, but it's so worth it. Instant potatoes are essentially stripped of all their nutritional value and frozen potatoes are usually full of preservatives for a longer life in the freezer. When you peel and boil your own potatoes, you ensure that they will be fresh and free of inflammatory additives. Now, for getting that creamy texture without loads of butter or sour cream, you can use a low sodium broth with mayonnaise. If you prefer to not consume animal products, you can opt for a vegetable broth and a vegan mayo instead. Green bean casserole is one of my favorite side dishes. I also just made one of these tonight in preparation for an early Thanksgiving meal. A great healthy sub for cream of mushroom is a mushroom based recipe like the cream of chicken alternative I mentioned earlier. And the crispy onion toppings are usually extremely high in sodium. So a healthier option would be to bake some thinly sized onions until crispy. 
This will give you that great onion flavor without the extra sodium. Sweet potato casserole is another favorite. I make mine with turmeric, ground ginger, and cinnamon for some extra inflammation fighters. I peel and steam about six sweet potatoes, mix them with a little butter until smooth, add some molasses, add the seasonings, and then I mix in about four egg whites. I top it with pecans and more cinnamon. Mmm, I can almost taste it now. You can easily find a similar recipe online. Mac and cheese was a staple growing up. It usually came from the craft box and the cheese was powder based. I would not recommend that if you're hoping to decrease inflammation this year. There are great gluten-free noodle options or even veggie noodle options that you could use. This year, I plan on making a vegan mac and cheese that subs cheese for cashew cheese. Cashew cheese is a vegan option that is creamy and cheesy from the ingredient nutritional yeast. But if you wish to keep the cheese this year, I recommend buying a combination of block cheddar and block mozzarella cheese and hand shredding it before mixing it in with the noodles and a dash of heavy cream for a smooth consistency. There's just no way to avoid the cheese in mac and cheese, but you can eliminate some preservatives and other inflammatory additives from canned cheese sauces or the pre-shredded stuff by shredding it yourself. I hope those tips help you navigate the Thanksgiving feast a little bit better. And just to recap, be sure you hydrate with water, avoid dairy if possible, decrease your sodium intake, and try to avoid as many processed and prepackaged items as possible. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more about navigating the Thanksgiving table. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.